Well, good morning. Happy New Year. And as Susan said, happy new decade, decade, 2020. Wow. Who would have thought? It's another amazing big new beginning, I hope. So, this is Granny D, Dorcas Smith, out of Plymouth, Michigan. Loving new skin and amazed that seven years after discovering new skin, that I am so well and so healthy. You just have to know it's good stuff. The TR90 program and the Body Burn 30 program are amazing, but so is youth and Nanopack and Rishi Max and AIE 10 and Cortitrol. There's just a bunch of stuff that really, really works and can help you to be well. To the point that I looked at a picture of myself in 2011 and look at my picture now and I look, here I am, seven years older and I honestly believe that these the new pictures, I look better and younger and healthier. Um, I had some black eyes and I did not look well and that's not the way it is now my skin is radiant and glowing I've got energy in my eyes I am thrilled so thank you new skin amazing food-based products to help you to be well because getting enough of the right ingredients into your body is really really hard so I'm thinking about the end of 2019 and the beginning of a new decade so I wanted to before I I don't even know if I'm going to have time but to do any of the other stuff today but I did want to go over a couple of things that I really wanted to say this is what I've learned and it's really important so what have I learned get outdoors get outdoors and as John Rady says Go wild. Get exposed to green areas. Every day, get outside and get vitamin D into your body from the sun if you can get it. And even if it isn't sunny, get out into the outdoors because even through the clouds, the, the sun is shining. You know you can get a tan through clouds. So just know that the sun is still shining, even if you can't feel it. Vitamin D is so important. It keeps you well. It allows you to sleep well. It allows your body to function better. So go wild. Now, in going wild, do eat beef. But don't eat grass-fed beef. I mean, don't eat grain-fed beef. Eat grass-fed beef. Grain-fed beef is beef that is being fed grain to fatten them up. And when they fatten up the beef and the cows, they also fatten up the people who eat the beef and the cows. But if you eat grass-fed beef, that will not happen. Grass-fed beef is, the point of grass-fed beef is that the cows walk over to this part of the field and get nutrients from that part then they go to another part of the field and they get nutrients from that part of the field and they get different nutrients from all over the wherever they're walking 
because minerals and nutrients are not all in one spot on the earth. They're scattered everywhere. And thank goodness we have cows who like to wander around and eat different grass scattered everywhere. And then when we get to eat that grass that is being processed through their beautiful two tummies and stomachs, when we get to eat the, the grass-fed beef, then we get all the benefits of what that cow did. And we can say thank you and be, and be blessed. So eat grass-fed beef. Go wild. Walk in the woods. Find green places. Another one is clean out your system inside and out. So if you're using a neti pot, use it daily. It will clean out your system so that you're not having to work so hard. If you've got allergies like I do, I just use a neti pot anyway, every morning and night, and I am amazed at the difference of how I feel when I do. It also stops me from snoring, which is a good deal. Another one, drink water. Drink half your weight in ounces of water every day. Drink, drink, drink. Very important. Right along with vitamin D and water is sleep. Get, for every two hours you are awake, try and make sure that you sleep one. So, try and get eight hours sleep for 16 hours being awake. It's, and even if it's only seven hours, try and make sure that you're getting as many hours sleep as you can. And if you're a bit short on sleep, take a nap. Naps do wonders for you. And it can be a 20-minute nap. It can be an hour-and-a-half nap. You get to decide. The last one I'm going to remind you is to like yourself. And this comes from Eric. I can't believe that here I am looking at John J. Rady, and he's quoting Eric from The Art of Loving, which I read when I was in my 20s and had a profound effect on my life. But I didn't realize how much of a profound effect. Um, but it does. You must love yourself. You must like yourself because you're the only person that you're going to be with from the beginning to the end. And if you don't like yourself, then fix it. And you can. You can make your life amazing. You just have to decide to like yourself. And like CJ says, you don't need the negative talk. I've learned to, to just stop it. Always positive. Yes, you can. Yeah, we're doing it. We're going to make it, even when I'm terrified. So, like yourself. Lots of sleep. Water. Walk every day. That's the other one. And when I say walk, it doesn't mean you have to go for a walk. But try and get 10,000 steps in. And if you don't have a, a, a Fitbit or something that monitors your walking, well, you should. Because it really does make a difference. I have both an Apple Watch and a Fitbit. The Fitbit tells me exactly how many steps I've walked, which is huge. It also tells me how many flights of stairs I've climbed. And that is another final thing is 
walking every day, but you need to do weight-bearing exercise every day. And weight-bearing exercise lasts for three days, whereas walking and aerobic exercise only lasts for a day. So I figure that if I'm climbing 25 flights of stairs every day, that I have an overlap of more than three days on my stair walking. It does make a difference. I'm noticing it now, seven years later. I just walk those stairs. I don't even have to go outside to walk. I can do it in my house and I can climb stairs. Why do I pick the stairs? Because it's the laziest form of exercise that I can get that's weight-bearing. And it uses my own body. I also walk around with two-pound weights three times a week for 10 minutes each time. I don't like it. It's not something that I find pleasant. Climbing stairs is not pleasant either. However, I do these things because it makes me well. And when it makes me well, it's not just physically well, it's emotionally well. And that is really, really important. And that's the a new part of where I'm going to be going now, is making helping to make yourself emotionally well. But let's just remember from the art of loving, Eric Fromm writes, the human race in its infancy still feels at one with nature. The soil, the animals, the plants are still man's world. He identifies himself with animals. But the more the human race emerges from these primary bonds, the more it separates itself from the natural world and the more intense becomes the need to find new ways of escaping separateness. Today, and Eric Fromm didn't know it, but social media is certainly fulfilling that need. Fromm further believed that this devastating departure from nature is the root cause of all human suffering. The experience of separation arouses anxiety. It is indeed the source of all anxiety. Being separate means being cut off without any capacity to use my human powers. Hence, to be separate means to be helpless, unable to grasp the world, things and people act actively. It means the world can invade me without my ability to react. And so this idea begins with nature and our need to connect with nature. As we have argued, or as Rehi has argued, because of its indifference, isn't that interesting? We have a need for connection with nature because of its indifference. But there is a flip side to this that is just as interesting and is implicit in our need for connection. In a perfect world, we face nature's indifference by connecting with others and drawing support from people who are not indifferent. There is a molecule that binds us to one another. Rady's been saving the story, one of his favorites until now. It is odd that the research behind the stories existed at all. It was ex- it was examining a truly weird question about question about the safety of mothers and sleeping with infants. Weird, though. Most of human history. Sorry. Weird, because through most of human history and in most contemporary societies, no one even would question the safety of mothers sleeping with infants. 
There was, however, a particular focus of this experiment having to do with the relative positions of two bodies being studied. Science has determined there is a specific arrangement that does indeed optimize safety, a way for a mother to curl around her baby that makes the whole human humans the whole situation pretty bomb-proof so that mother won't roll onto baby and hurt her. This is the fear that originally pr- prompted the research. Remember, the example we ex- cited earlier in the book about a dog having a litter of puppies? The dog, dogs seem to know all the proper sets of the process without instruction. Same deal with mothers sleeping with infants, or at least some mothers. The researchers found that mothers who were breastfeeding their babies assumed the prescribed position of maximum safety without instruction, even first-time mothers. However, get this one, mothers who were not breastfeeding did not. It's interesting that our innate behaviors lead to other things. Some of our innate behaviors lead to the safety of our babies. The dominant hormones of childbirth and lactation are prolactin and oxytocin. And it is this latter thread that Rati is going to pick up next. No better place than to begin than at the very beginning, each of our literal beginnings, because this is the core relationship of human society and behavior the one that explains who we are. True enough. Oxytocin, oxytocin, O-X-Y-T-O-C-I-N, figures prominently in childbirth and in lactation, but continues to exert profound influences throughout our lives. And I'm going to stop right there. But the thought is that oxytocin is... It's known as the love hormone. It's a hormone. It is a hormone that, um, that pushes us to connect with each other. The same with the hormone that allows a lactating mom to know, a breastfeeding mom to know automatically how to sleep around her baby so that she won't crush the baby. It's amazing. Everything fits together. So next time... We're going to move into a whole new area of um, thought, and it's the emotionality of health. It's the emotionality of moving, of getting back to going wild. And let us stop for the day. I want to wish everybody a very happy new year. May the year go well. May you grow in many ways. And we have some big struggles ahead of us. But I know that human beings are pretty amazing. And when we put our arms and our hearts together, we can solve anything. So Happy New Year to all my new skin friends and to all my family. And may we have a great 2020. And let me just get this back to where we need to be.